I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey everybody, welcome to Oops the Podcast. I am Julio. I'm sitting next to, as you might have guessed, old Francis. Yep. Good old Francis. I'm here. I'm ready. How you doing, bro? Pissed off, man. <laughs> What's up? I don't know. I just feel just ang- pissed? pissed off. Well, dude, I'm pissed off for a specific reason. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. I came home. Um, I visited Hillary's family. And when I got home, there was scaffolding up outside of my apartment windows Uh-oh. on both sides of the apartment. <laughs> scaffolding. <laughs> I asked how long it's going to be up for. And they said probably about a year. Which could literally end up meaning two years, which would probably be how long we end up staying in that apartment. Wow. How fucked is that? Dude, like bad scaffolding too. Like the scaffolding that has a net on the outside of it. Oh, so yeah. not only are there, is it like a prison cell, but there's also netting on the outside. It just instantly your natural light is down. It's just 30 and, and dude, or 40%. And the view is just completely ruined and obstructed. I mean, I can still see through, but like it sucks ass. Not to mention they're going to be working. I'm just sitting there eating lunch. There's just a guy right next to me. <laughs> like all these things that suck. And I'm having trouble with a few things. So first of all, this is a lesson to anybody renting an apartment. If you buy an apartment, there's nothing you can do if they're doing scaffolding like if you're living there for five years, like at some point they're going to have to fix the facade, you know? Yeah. But as far as rentals go, I think it's a valuable question to ask, are you planning to do any facade repairs in the next year Yeah. or two? Because that would have changed my decision. I think that's totally a fair question. And I'm so, so there's a, uh, there's a balancing act that I'm trying to deal with here, which is I want to be able to bitch about this because it fucking sucks, but I don't want to bum out my girlfriend. So do it away from her. So it's hard. <laughs> I, when it first went up, I was like, "This is devastating." Should make secretive, angry phone calls to the landlord. <laughs> so the landlord, though, is the guy who owns the building. I'm sorry, not owns the building. He owns the apartment. Like, there's nothing real. There's no one to bitch to about this. Really, you can't get in touch with someone that you can complain to away from your girlfriend. No, of course, no, no. Of course, there's someone else that I can bitch about this to. But like, it's our apartment. Like, why should I not bitch to her about it? Like. The, the the fact that she doesn't even care is incredible. Like, yeah, but you've already said why you shouldn't bitch to her about it. Totally. You so, don't want to sour it for, in her mind. I don't want to sour it for her. I don't want her to think that I now am unhappy in our apartment that she we were so excited about. put so much work into that decorating too, making the it place, beautiful. And also She's she done a great job. might not even be affected whatsoever by this gap. Right, which is... My, which, which is your cross to bear. Hard to believe. I think that she wants to kind of be. <laughs> Hard to believe. It, it's one of those situations, like you know, when your parents like agree that something sucks, but they want you to not think it sucks. My so, parents never did that. Well, <laughs> they were basically like, "This is what's wrong, and here's why we're leaving." Uh, <laughs> well, okay. Say you're stuck with a shitty situation, which appears that I am. Yeah. Um, and you know, do I want to move? Because this, no. You know what I mean? It just sucks. And I think that she would agree that it sucks. Like when we start hearing hammering and our heads are shaking, like we're both going to hate that. The For same sure. way we hate, hate it when those little girls are bounding around above us at seven o'clock in the morning, yes. heel running. Right. It's, it's unmistakable that that's terrible. Yes. But, you know, at the same token, I don't want to be a bummer. So I'm going to try to stop, either try to get over it or try to stop bitching about it to her specifically. But I had to tell you because I haven't yet and it fucking sucks. You don't think she'll listen to the podcast? She will. Out? Of course she will. But Does she, she listen to every episode? I think she listens when I'm like gone. Isn't that sweet? I don't know. Why. Oh, because she missed to fill the void? I, I'm sure it's not as much like that as I'm making it sound. She's probably going like, to get mad at me for that. And she, maybe she won't. Whatever. But but she... <laughs> she has... She, what? She has said... No, she has said she's like. So I, I listen sometimes when you're gone, and she's and I've heard her tell other people that. So I'm not like airing her uh, out. It's not okay. like a secret. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's sweet. But I I do expect that she'll listen to this. But I have to. I can't just pretend that this isn't happening. Uh huh. I have to complain about it. Yeah. Um. Well, then then you've outed it. Yes, and and cats out of the bag. And we've been. She will jokingly bring it up in conversation when we're with other people. She'll be like, Julio is 
I'm trying to like talk Julio down from the ledge. So about, she knows. Yes. Yeah. I've told I've told her this already. But I'm trying to not overdo it. I see. And act like you know. That's noble of you, by the way. I'm try- I'm not doing a good job yet. Restraining, <laughs> you're restraining yourself for the sake of someone else. I, dude, I, I don't deserve that yet. I don't deserve that. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop bitching about it over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> at which point I will deserve it. But I have made it fully clear. You haven't bitched yourself out yet. Not even f- tired yourself out. Not fully. Okay. But I'm going to try to make the best of it. I am. She's taking on a good approach, which is it's not that big of a deal. Which that's insane, but okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll, I'll try my best um, to be fine with that. Um, it of course does not affect the fact that our, we love our apartment still. I still love my apartment. I love being there with her. Mm-hmm. This doesn't change that, but it sucks. Yeah. Well, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think you'll adjust. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. The, uh, will there be men on the scaffold? There are, are looking all, in your windows. There, they are probably been instructed to not be nosy, but they're sitting right directly outside of the window, eating lunch out of lunch pails. Whatever it is, wearing that hard doing. hats. Whatever, yes. Whatever. Like that famous picture of the men, men on the high yes, beam. Essentially, the modern version of that. That's that's who's looking into your window. Dude, there's stairs directly outside of my window. I can see the stairs. There are men sitting next to me. Do they go all the way down to the ground to go to the bathroom, or is there a porta potty on the roof for them? It's a great question. I don't know. I don't know if I want to know the answer. Because sometimes, <laughs> I would imagine, I don't mean to generalize, but some of those guys probably don't eat the most healthy lunches. I've seen some of the stuff they eat. And I would imagine that every once in a while, there will be a guy up on a high floor polishing off a gargoyle's toenails or something. <laughs> and he'll he'll feel it come over him and have to sprint down the stairs of the scaffolding, which are precarious. Right. right. Uh, like it's that opening scene from Casino Royale. <laughs> That's parkouring a great, their way great opening scene across to the a, a construction site and am i supposed to just let them in the window to go to the bathroom well what if someone did can you imagine Knock if the they knocked on the window hey can i use your bathroom i'm pretty sure that that is not that has to not be allowed but i don't know i would say no so then what's the alternative might they sky dump it i would just i would start pointing to the ground get down like, get down get down there <laughs> <laughs> support a body down there um dude it's a great question but I, you know it it's not our floor our building's like 20 floors 21 floors it can't take them that long to get down to go to the bathroom i imagine they'll be able to hold it despite what they're eating 21 floors man no joke that's no that's joke no joke you're right yeah i don't know dude, okay yeah. well good luck with that boy Thank that's you. tricky that is tricky i don't know whatever dude so i have a i have a question for you good. um so i was in uh Chicago, you know, staying with uh, Hill and her family. Yeah. And uh, a couple things happened. So first of all, we made the reservation together. Like I put her on my reservation. So I guess when you do that, you both get upgrades. If you're going to get like she can get upgraded, even if she wouldn't normally qualify for an upgrade. Oh, cool. So we both got upgraded, which is great. Never happened to me. Really? I just, I don't, we've talked about this and I just don't understand well, who I, is pulling the strings for you. I can tell you why. You don't have an airline credit card. That's probably That's all it takes. Well, because I spent all my money on my airline credit card and I fly a decent amount. So I have status. So because of that, I get upgraded. All right. That's why. And th- that's, that's literally why. Okay. So, so anyway, which so, one do you have? Delta? Delta. Yeah. Is that a good one? I would argue. Yes. I mean, it's a, it's the best of like the generic American airlines. Not it's including American airlines. Delta is the best. It's way better than United. It's way better than American. And those are the three places that fly to a bunch of different places. Okay. So to me, Delta is the superior. Okay. One of all of those. All right. Um, not even to mention the fact that during the pandemic, they were by far the best airline to fly. And I, I'm not going to forget that. I appreciated their commitment. Okay. Interesting. So shout out Delta for rocking it. Um, but so we both got upgraded. But I was wondering, you know, in a situation where we all both booked our own flights and I get upgraded. And I think we've maybe briefly talked about this once in a way down the road of episodes. Who gets it? Who gets the upgrade? Am I expected to offer her my upgrade? Do you have the upgrade one on on both flights, like the return and the? I don't think I don't think you only know if you have it for the first one. I believe so. I think you only know if you have if it's a round trip or whatever. You only know if you have it for the first one. I believe. Well, um, you got to offer it to her, and then it's on her to decide 
whether or not she accepts or gives it to you. And also it sucks. It's like, fuck, like now we just can't sit together. One of you should accept it. Of course, you have to. It's not worth maintaining your sitting together. Because typically, if if you're sitting together, one of you you is in a middle seat. That's true. And Which sucks. That it's better for you both to, yeah, one of you should accept the upgrade. And dude, I don't, she doesn't even mind the middle seat. I'm just, and, and this is true, but she is pretty easygoing, dude. Doesn't care about scaffolding, doesn't care about the middle seat. She's a fucking winner. <laughs> the trophy goes out to old Hill Dog. Well, okay, but hold on a second. Let me ask you this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you another example. All right, so when I'm, when I'm getting into a car with a group of people, mm-hmm. I've always been tall. Typically, someone says, Fran, you sit in the front. Right. And then I say, don't, don't worry about it. No, no, no. I'm fine in the back. And then they say, get out of here. You've got long legs. That's, that's what they always say. And you say, all right. Because it's the, true. To the point where if they don't tell me how long my legs are, I actually kind of get a little... <laughs> you expect that like, to be why, the next step. Why didn't step. you comment on my legs? In this 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 process that has been established. Let me know how long my legs are. Please complete step three, which is letting him know how Compare long his legs are. Compare me to a daddy long leg spider. <laughs> Talk about my legs. Talk about his legs. So, uh, it, it, usually, usually that's what happens. And I hate to say this, but I'm at the point now where in the rare occasions where it's not offered to me mm. and I look around and everyone in the car, especially, well, the person sitting in the front is significantly shorter than I am. That sucks. I think, who do you think you are? Yeah, no, totally. Who do you think you are? Totally. So are you now are you equating this to the fact that the similar thing is similar for you and coach of a plane that like you are... Honestly, I think that I am the cutoff height where it's like acceptable. Like you are potentially tall enough that you would deserve that upgrade because of your size. That's that's kind of what I'm saying. It I don't I don't think I deserve the upgrade. I think that with with a with my girlfriend flying and let's say I got upgrade, the better legroom seat is almost wasted on her. Agreed. Agreed. And and especially are, are if it's like, your upgrade. Yeah. That, if it's her yeah. upgrade, take the upgrade. I, don't give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Take it. Absolutely. But it's if hers. it's your upgrade, maybe if, you if take it. If it's my upgrade, the the eight inch height difference, seven inch height, whatever we have, warrants me getting it. Yeah. And and if not, if I, I if I feel like really pushing to give her that nice thing, that's really that's really sweet. And she can she can accept that that's fine, but I think from a practical standpoint, the height difference, whoever the bigger person is, should have the bigger seat. Right. Okay. That's interesting. Do you disagree? No, I definitely agree. And I, but I think the way that we broke it down makes sense. Like, if it's my upgrade, but again, I don't think that like it's that crazy for me to be sitting in coach. I I do agree agree in general, yeah, especially either. with what you're with what you were saying as far as like. If it's my upgrade and I'm going to be so much more comfortable in first class, whereas she will be less uncomfortable than I would have been sitting in coach, maybe it makes sense for me right. to continue to take it or something. I don't know. Right. But I, because one time I think I got an upgrade and she didn't. And I just think I straight up didn't offer it to her. Oh. And she was like, are you really not going to offer? She's like, I would have declined, but it's hilarious that you didn't offer. And like, it became this joke. So I'm more aware of it now, and it hasn't happened again. <laughs> I casually throw that in at the end of the conversation. <laughs> Every, I'm really just not painting a nice picture of myself this episode. <laughs> Sorry, right. we all know who you really are. Um, I love it, dude. Dude, something really funny happened on this flight, and I want to tell you about it. Um, so when we landed, and we're like about to be at the gate, the the flight attendant gives his like final salute to us. You know, and and this and I wrote it down pretty much exactly what happened. And there's one very unusual part of this of what he said. And I think you'll very quickly pick up on it. But here we go. He's like, please wait for the captain to turn off the seatbelt sign before removing your luggage from the overhead bins. The weather on the ground is 72 degrees and sunny from our LaGuardia based crew. We welcome you to Chicago. You have a nice day. okay? (laughs) (laughs) 
Dude, I, what the fuck was the okay? I've okay. Ne- I've never <laughs> ever heard that in I my like life. That. You have a nice day, okay? You just say have a nice day. You don't say like a rhetorical. Oh, it's good though. It's a good signature thing. You have a nice day, okay? I bet you that that is that guy's signature thing. <laughs> For sure. They're like, Pete, take us out. Yeah. Yeah, hit him with the okay. So, dude, no one said anything. And then I mentioned it in the car. And Hillary's sister was like, I thought I was the only one who noticed that. that was <laughs> She's like, that was insane. And I don't know that Hillary did think, think that, thought that as well. But um, I don't know if I had anything interesting happen on my flights. Fucking flights, dude. I know. <sighs> no, I didn't. One thing one thing I've noticed, this is a troubling thing. I brought my new headphones, which are wireless, nice, on the nice. JetBlue flight to LA. Mm. And sure enough, the TVs require yeah, headphones. Yeah, they jack. require. Dude, an OG move, you got to bring you gotta a bring, jack pair with you, you for that. Planes have not kept up with the technology. Yeah, you can't Bluetooth those that live stream TV. That is frustrating. And shout out man. to JetBlue for having live tv yeah that's clutch they were the first ones to do it watch some fucking so i just watched the silent the silent basketball game the nba final game on the way out there oh shit um all right well dude i have a question for you so i this is like a very random thought but i want to break it down and see what you think you know how people will abbreviate their names if their name is like andrew john they'll go by aj yeah so it's funny that most of the alphabet accounts for that in some capacity if you think about it aj bj cj dj ej all names that people use and then the ones that aren't used have been adopted by other things a lot of the time hj fj is a job yes fj is a toyota so we'll go through it gj the beginning of an albanian last name that that was that one's a bit of a wait a minute julio you can't just say that and say this is a thing the beginning of an Albanian last name. Yeah, they do G J G and J. You are, you are stretching okay, for that. Okay, that one's one. a reach, but okay, not every single one's accounted for, so it, that's fine. But think about it. So it's What's like I IJ? IJ, I, I okay, maybe I J is nothing also, but but still, hear me out. So like G, so we did E J, F J, G J, H J. Uh, I J fine is a random one, maybe not K J. That's a name people use. Yeah, I know, I know uh, some K Js. JJ, how the fuck is JJ something that people also use? Yeah, it is. That's a big one. JJ, like, are you serious? Do you yeah. think that that would be the one? KJ, JK. Can I tell you something too? LJ. I'm having a hard time doing the alphabet. I know. With the J. Totally. I know. It's totally throwing me off. But so I've never done this before. We're getting through it. LJ, that's a name people use. MJ, name that people use. NJ is a nose job. OJ again, dude. May may our our nose jobs so colloquially colloquially referred to as NJs that Ma- many of my friends have said, dude, if she just had an NJ, she'd be great. Yeah, which is Bad. a fucked up thing to say, but I've heard people say that. I'm sure girls say that. Why don't that. they say an RP, a rhinoplasty? They might. I'm sure. Maybe they do also say RP, but they do say NJ. I've heard NJ. Wait. Okay. Okay. All right. And then moving forward, OJ. That's one, obviously. PJ, also used. Mm-hmm. RJ, OP, QJ, I've never heard. No, no. <laughs> Nobody's ever said Q, QJ. Uh, P, oh, fuck it, this is getting hard. So, o- R, RJ, SJ. So, why is SJ not used? I don't understand. Wait, that's the one you have the issue yes, with? Yes, SJ, S is always, <laughs> S is like the number one letter the in Jeopardy. arbitrary point I've ever heard you make. First of all, first of all, why is J the second letter? I don't that know you did, that you landed on to make this point. Because there's no other example. Yes, there are. There what are is... plenty of like KRs. Dude, who's or... KR? Who do you know named KR? CTs. Who's CT? I've never heard CT in my life. I knew a kid named KR Jergalevich. That's CT cr- from the challenge. Dude, but again, these are not like com- that common though. CT is not that common. Come on, unless you're uh, talking about Connecticut. I JK fine, but like I know a bunch of JKs. Okay, fine JKs, but 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 do you know any KKs? You know some KKs. Okay, so so you're saying (laughs) you're saying that J. Okay, now I get your point. J is the most commonly used second letter in names that are abbreviated or or words. 
Names and words. Names, names, names. But then it's random names. how like a lot of the ones that aren't used actually are used for other things. Not all of them as I'm, we've already established. How, how did you stumble upon this train of thought? I don't know. I this just is so out of left field. It's really random, I know. But it's also, respectfully, full of holes. <laughs> it's not it that full of holes. It is a leaking rowboat. Bro, QJ and, I, and IJ are the only two we thought of that we've never heard anybody use. And SJ, which blows my mind that SJ isn't used. And then TJ, and then after that, it's done. And I know you're going to say VJ, but VJ is spelled out V-I-J-A-Y. It's not VJ. <laughs> really, you really prepped for this. I thought of that. You I was went like, all the way through. But yeah, W through Z is just off the fucking table. QJ, RJ, we know. SJ. TJ. TJ. And then done. U. U J. VJ. No. W. XJ. XJ. YJ. ZJ. ZJ is ZJ a thing? No. All right. So so okay. Again, I'm trying to get to the <laughs> bottom of the logic of your point. So why are you just accepting the write-off of the last six letters of the alphabet? I, I'm not sure. I'm not accepting. It. I'm just stating that it's weird to me that that's the case. Maybe it's because those. But are... you you had no issue with those ones being, as you put it, done. But SJ pisses you off. I cannot believe SJ isn't used. Well, S is the most commonly used letter. It might as well be. Like it's S is in everything. When you play Wheel of Fortune, you always guess S. Sure helps in Scrabble. That's for sure, dude. It's the cheapest fucking letter too. All right. So then that angers you so you're basically saying that there 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 should be an sj a, a blank j for every letter in the alphabet there it, it appears that there almost is except for some a few exceptions and as you've said you think it's many exceptions i just think as far as the, the alphabet progresses it's not as surprising to me that the end of the alphabet isn't used. There aren't that many Z names, X names, U names. W is hard to split out. Let me ask you this. So WJ is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Why is is the J more often than not John? I think so. I think so. Now, are, is, that, is that people who are, their middle name is John, and then they called the kid, you know, Alex John or yeah I guess AJ or I guess Adam John and I find that a lot of those people who do that they try it they at one point in their life try to like make you not call them that anymore like I'm going by Rob now or something and then it, it like never works out and they always end up being RJ again mm. interesting <laughs> I don't know I'm not sure about this one you're not on board with this we're gonna one. need some AJ's and some CJ's to weigh in if there are any XJ's out there hit us up yeah ZJ's let us know what life is like for you I think yeah but in the meantime you gotta buy some life insurance life insurance <laughs> just in case your name leads to a scuffle and you you get killed uh, <laughs> somehow it's Let's important to have policy genius it's really good stuff i mean it's a really wonderful place to buy life insurance you can shop uh a bunch of different policies find the one that's right for you the people who work for the website are trying to find you the best deals they're not working for the insurance companies so it's a great way to sort of like be insulated from taking getting taken advantage of mm -hmm. uh and they compare over a dozen top insurers you can save 50 percent or more on life insurance by comparing all the different quotes that's a lot and up to 1300 dollars or more per year by using Policy Genius. Yeah. If you're not familiar, by the way, with life insurance in general, it provides a tax free lump sum of money to your loved ones after your death so you can make sure they're able to pay everyday bills, children's college costs, or final expenses. If you don't have life insurance and you're an adult and you've got loved ones around you, you're not being that responsible. No disrespect, but Policy Genius is the right thing for you to do. Yeah. There's a leading online insurance marketplace. Uh, and their mission is to help people get insurance right. How lovely is that? That's nice. So head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Um, dude, so I have a couple of things that were that were pretty funny that happened in Chicago that I wanted to discuss with you. Um, one of them, have you ever played the game called Slap Cup? I have, and I, I like it. It's a really fun game. Uh, it's tense. It's tense. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it's essentially a game where like, 
I don't know. You have to bounce a ball into a cup. If you do that, you can move it over. They're, whatever. I'm not going to explain the rules Slap of the game. Slap people's cups out of the way. Exactly. You can really screw people over, etc. Right. If you like, if you're behind somebody and you bounce your ball in before somebody else does, you can slap their cup. And at the end of the game, if there's no more cups available on the table, you have to chug this entire cup of whatever it is you guys are drinking. Yeah. Uh, which is can be really fun. But dude, so I played a giant game of slap cup. Fun. It must have been like 25 people playing. Here we go. It was so Whoa. much fun. And something really funny ended up happening, dude, where there was one specific girl who like Hillary actually pointed this out that like people kind of were like giving her a little bit of a golf clap every time mm. she slapped a cup. Mm-hmm. And it turned into this thing where every time she slapped a cup, every single person at the table was sort of emphatically golf clapping. <laughs> and it became hilarious, dude. Was she not annoyed by it? No, she thought it was hilarious. Okay. This girl named Alexa. And uh, every time she slapped a cup, all 30 people wow. golf clapping. Well, and it, it was hilarious. It definitely puts the skids on the game. I mean, you got to <laughs> take a break to do that. But um, that's good. Good Dude, for Alexa. It was really funny. We had a good time. Uh, and a couple of funny things came up that were discussed that I thought would be very good pod discussion. So this is one of them. Say you're from a town. And you, you went to high school in that town, and now you live in the town as an adult. In high school, you had a girlfriend. Okay? Whatever. You all grow, everybody grows up, and now that girlfriend still lives in the town. You still live in the town. You're married to your respective partners, and everything's going well. You find out that your kid has a crush on your ex-girlfriend from high school's kid and wants to like go out with him or something. Yeah. And they end up dating. Is there a problem with? Is there a problem there at all? No, no problem at all. No. Is it not weird? No. What if like you were, you guys were so in love, and then she, you went off to college, and it didn't work out? But like, there's no scenario where you think that that's weird. No, absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I keep digging. I'm like, how? I you can't believe it. Dude, Here, let me I, tell you why there's nothing weird about that. Are you is your thought that somehow the connection between the kids is going to rekindle an old flame and complicate definitely not life for you? Definitely not. Is there's something crazy to me about the idea that I was having sex with somebody in high school and now my kid is having sex with their kid also in high school. That's crazy, dude. Is that not crazy? But 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 it's just weird. It doesn't violate any of the stuff that normally weirds us out so it's not incestuous no it's not as if their your kid is hooking up with someone you used to hook up with no 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 and most importantly enough time has elapsed life has carried you both along this crazy journey which somehow brought you back to where you are but with new families and new new things and you're in a completely different place where god help you 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 should certainly have forgotten about whatever of course whatever happened from high school with that person so you're basically your kids are starting with a blank slate fair okay that's the these are all fair things so the people who i was talking to this about agreed with you they're like yeah why would that be a problem but then i was kind of like are you sure it's not just we? It's just fucking weird. Is it weird for the kids? Well, only if you tell them. If you told your son, by the way, that Let's girl say that you, you like. Did. Let's say you did. I used to bang her mom. I used to date. No, and but you'd be a fucking loser. You're not bragging about it. It's not. I don't mean it in that way. I mean it like I. It's so funny. I used to date his mom or whatever. Maybe, maybe you can say it maybe they know that. Would that be weird for the kids? Would it be weird? For, is it just not weird for anybody? I don't think it's weird for the kids. If you say that, oh, that was my old flame in high school. Because think about this, dude. When, when your parents told you about, whenever they've referenced old girlfriends or boyfriends from their past, I remember my parents talking about it. It was so many years ago that these people were like shrouded in mists of time. Yeah. They were they were hard to almost imagine as as real people. No, totally. Because all I ever knew was my parents' relationship, and as I grew, the distance between my parents and their past relationships grew. 
Right. And their marriage became the only person that I could ever think of. imagine my parents with. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, anchor, anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Do you remember any specific anecdotes about the people that your parents dated that weren't your parents? I do. I, there's like one or two that I'll never forget, and that's the only thing that I know. Yeah, yeah, but but it was never, I never pictured them as having sort of the same level of love. Of course. As they did with each other. Totally, yeah. Um. So past boyfriends or girlfriends for, of my parents were always... Abstract figures. I hate to say this, pawns on the way right. to the checkmate move. Right, right, right. You know I, what I, I mean? Like Almost I like, like lily pads of insignificance <laughs> that they hopped from. And by the way, those are my words, not my parents' words. I'm, <laughs> I, I And I'm probably wrong. I'm sure my parents had very significant relationships. Um, but in my mind, that's how I compartmentalized it. Interesting. Um, dude, I remember my mom telling me she went out with a guy who wore platform shoes because he was short and he was trying to make himself seem taller <laughs> yeah i remember that i remember my dad telling me that he went he used to date a girl who would when they would go to like a public event she would bring a knife just in case and my dad's whole life he'd be like don't go to concerts people bring knives and i never knew where he got that from <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it turned out that it was because he like dated this girl and she would bring it i don't know unreal oh, but what about this okay say you're now your kids are dating they're dating each other it's obviously not a big deal whatever no it's not weird for the parents necessarily I, who knows but like to be nice, you know, sometimes your parents will send something back with you to give to the their kid's boyfriend's parents, and he gives cookies to your kid, and your kid's like, how do you know my dad likes this? And he's like, oh. I used to make them for him. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, well, then you're getting into dangerous territory, <laughs> which is a different weird, thing. Dude. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's where you're now saying that the one of the people of the past relationship is somehow trying to Be rekindle submersive. something. Right. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to use the kids as conduits <laughs> to, you know, rebuilding or, or, or testing the waters or, you know, breathing life into the deeply, deeply extinguished ashes of, of a long <laughs> dead relationship. Of a very dead relationship. Yeah. Well, what if, okay, is it weirder if it's your son and her daughter? Does that make it weirder? Maybe. Wait, so your ex-girlfriend's got a daughter. And you have a son, and now they're banging each other in high school. Um, in some, I, I hate to say this, but somehow, yes. I hate agreeing Finally. with you on anything on this point. I wanted to write the whole thing off. I really yeah. wanted this whole thing to be nonsense, but... You saying that, so then what my thought is, is that somehow you're each coaching the kids. Like, right. like uh, she's, the mother is going to somehow impart knowledge to her daughter about things that you used to like with, which she can then use with your son right or you might be doing that with your son like oh that's nancy's daughter well nancy used to love it when i would dude yeah it's weird or you could commiserate together poems or something dude yeah you'd and be then he's gonna try that like i i he never texted me back could have told you yeah like <laughs> father like son the apple doesn't fall far from the tree you know <laughs> blame it yeah there exactly there you go it's weird whereas whereas if it's my daughter and her son I I don't think that's happening. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're right. It's not as weird. 
But there's something about it. I would just prefer for it not to be the case, even though I don't give a shit. I, I would just prefer for it not to be the case. Chris, what do you think? Was I right to to give him an inch on that argument, or was the whole thing nonsense? I think I agree with you, Francis. Yeah. yeah. Not a big deal at not all deal. in any way. Not really. Do you agree with the last point, though, that <clears throat> that if it's my son and her, my ex high school girlfriend's daughter are dating that somehow there's like a little bit more it's a little weirder manufacturing or positioning that might be going on i did some uh, yes. sort of parental involvement that 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 calls upon the history yeah definitely not as much as you guys are saying but a little bit i think it's just yeah. it's something that's there right yeah, dude, I don't know, man. There's just there's too many like weird similarities because, you know, you think back on on the time when you were going over her house and you know, you popped into the fridge and you pulled out a Stewart's What'd you find? <laughs> Stewart's orange cream. An orange cream soda. An orange yeah, cream soda. She was wealthy <laughs> and they were that family that had the glass bottles of the best soda known to man. And her dad drank the root beer and you yeah. know, all was good. And then, you know, all of a sudden fast forward and now she's bringing her kid over she's dropping her kid off for the night and now mm-hmm. you happen to have some Stewart's spiked seltzers in your fridge oh you offer her mom one of those you spiked seltzers. start reminiscing about the old times next thing you know you're about a, a, you're a couple Stewart's spiked seltzers deep and you're like remember your dad used to like the root beer <laughs> yeah you've got you've got jokes with each other they haven't you've not forgotten you've not forgotten yeah him. what a nostalgic item yeah. uh we guys we highly recommend you pick up some of these Stuart spiked seltzers they're delicious That's it. uh they pay homage to the uh original flavors of the sodas um you know they have root beer they have the orange cream flavor black cherry and they have a raspberry lime flavor now as well and they're introducing more flavors uh, in the near future. Mm-hmm. And the current time, you can only get them in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Colorado. Mm-hmm. But at some point in early 2022, you will be able to get them everywhere. People have been asking us where they can find it in those states. Uh, and there's actually a store locator on the Stuart Spiked website. So that's stewartspiked.com, stewartspiked.com. Um, and you'll be able to find the locator there. And if you have more questions, feel free to hit the Instagram at stewartspiked.com. Uh, and they will fill you on on where you can get them. And this is just this is a great treat. Honestly, it's a great thing to bring to a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people be like, oh man, yeah. Stewart spiked. That's it. They're amazing. Hundred calories per can, zero to one grams of sugar per can, one gram of carbs, gluten free, vegan, all the good stuff there. And Delicious. it's a light, refreshing, guilt free treat uh, and a beverage to enjoy at any function, especially during the nice hot summer. Right. You Nicely know? said, Julia. Way to. Way to really paint that picture for him. Seward Spike Seltzer, guys. Get your hands on some now. That's right. Iconic just got spiked, baby. <laughs> get in there. All right, dude, we got a pretty good email. Oh, boy. Pretty good stuff here. Um, email alert. This one's called an early adolescent oops. When I was 16 or 17 years old, I worked as a self-proclaimed manny for two boys who were around 9 and 11. I'm assuming everybody knows what a manny is. Male nanny. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Their parents were divorced. I think we all know about 9 and 11, too. Never forget. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> their parents were divorced, and the kids lived primarily with their smoking hot mom, who was my employer, for the summer. Oh, boy. I, I like where p- this is yeah, going. I'd have to pick the kids up from camp, destroy them in Wii tennis, or bring them to the neighborhood pool where I held court with Jamaican and Polish nannies, my peers. I had no reason for my confidence to be sky high, but I probably watched too many sexually charged high school movies to give it a second thought one day the hot mom came home from work and her kids were at a neighbor's house playing while i was essentially watching over the house everything was playing out like in the movies that i had seen the move the mom walks in throws the mail on the counter and explains how how exhausted she is from her long day at work my 16 year old brain waves could only comprehend one thing someone's looking for that dick uh-huh My nerves start to kick in, but I work up the courage to make a move on this woman. I simply say to her, why don't I draw you a bath? (laughs) It's not terrible. Takes her a second to kind of piece together what I was just, what I was doing. Uh, And I'm waiting on bated breath, but she just responds. That's quite all right. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your money for the day. We'll see you Friday. 
I felt my entire face turn red and I was deflated but proud of myself for at least taking a swing. Yep. I'll be a very awkward and odd one uh, that put a bath at the forefront. I know G had some experience with older women when he was younger, so I ask, was I wrong? Do you think she found it endearing? Did she tell her friends? And more, most importantly, did she take a bath after I left? I'm now 32 and I get a good laugh about how much of an idiot I was, so I thought you'd appreciate it. He goes, P.S., this really has nothing to do with this particular story, but another time her kids were running around the house and ran into her room lifting up all of her bedding and there was just a giant purple dildo among the sheets. <laughs> it looks like someone had a naughty morning before the high schooler Manny came over. Well, I wonder if that in- informed his decision to add, to te- you know test the waters with the bath question. I know, I know. Um, um, all right, so that's the email, right? Yes. All right, so uh, my thought is that is a, a, a wonderful, weirdly appropriate way to, in the fewest words possible, almost proposition something with with, but not, but not in a leaving yourself your own dignity on the way out. If she says no, totally, totally. And dude, the language should I draw you a bath specifically, as opposed to like, oh, maybe you want to take a bath. Like, shall I draw you a bath? Like he was putting the moves on her, dude. Absolutely. There is there is no <laughs> muddled hilarious. meaning there. There's no other way to take it. Right? It, and if he had said, why don't we take a bath together? That's, that's too much. Yes, for sure. That's over the top. For sure. Dude, insane. Shall Instead, it's a bath? it's almost like a cute You're oh, right. he's so you know, presumptuous and you know You're a little good for you for trying almost, but like Totally, totally. Yeah, I wonder, is there a chance that she didn't even realize what he was doing? No, I don't think so. You think, think there's so. no chance? No chance. Which means she definitely told her friends. And she was probably bragging about it. As she should. As she should. Good for her. As she should. Good for her. Uh, <laughs> man, did I ever tell you the story about the time I made out with my piano teacher? No. Yeah. I was, uh, I don't know, I was probably 24, 25 maybe. And she's older. I had started taking piano lessons again um, because I was keen to learn some really challenging classical piano pieces. And I could only do that with the help of a teacher. So I found this woman who was a brilliant pianist uh, and was teaching out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. She was Chinese mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and did not speak great English. <laughs> but she had been a concert pianist in China. Mm-hmm. And I would go over to her apartment and, you know, once a week. And then I would sort of study by myself at my apartment practice all week and go and we would work through pieces. But there is something very intimate about sharing a piano bench together as you play classical pieces. And like, you know, she's repositioning my hands. There's like contact, there's hand-to-hand contact. Mm -hmm. We're the only people in her little apartment she would make us tea every time and then we would do this and she would she would drop she got bolder and bolder oh my god um where how much older was she i think she was in her late 30s and i was like 24 25 maybe she was early 40s she had been married once and divorced okay and um she started saying things like you know I don't even know how to describe it. She would say something. I would say something, tell a story about myself or whatever, and she'd say, oh, you're so handsome. Mm. Or or drop these little mm. things that you could almost write off mm-hmm. to a language barrier, lack of familiarity with English. Right, 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 right. right. But Not quite. Really was like two on the nose. You're flirting. Right. Come on. Um, and finally one week she came to my apartment. We had the lesson at my apartment for the first time and we're sitting at my piano and my piano bench is like four feet (coughs) wide. I mean, it's tiny. (laughs) And I, this was probably the most single that I've ever been in my life Mm -hmm. where you just realize like your your guiding principle throughout the day is like i'm open to anything yeah yeah. i'm open to anything right and i remember 
we finished a piece. I wasn't particularly attracted <laughs> to her. I just thought it was like awesome. an amazing story. We started making out. And oh, she, at your apartment? Yeah. And she started like shivering. Oh, my God. And I God. was like, are you okay? And she goes, I'm just shocked. Oh, my God. She, I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, I never thought you would like me. Oh, my God. And then, and then I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, does, no. Does she think... I'm her new husband. Like what 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 is the depth right. of this commitment oh now? Oh my god. Because there was such a divide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um between our worlds. Yes. She's this brilliant classically trained pianist. You know, Chinese national. So do you walk me through the kissing moment. You finish a song and then you kind of just like look at each other and then you just Yeah, but but she, she had all she had all probably given me <laughs> another moment of like like, you like, know, she, like, you're so strong. Con- body say, saying something about me that was like a personal, Your strong hands. Yeah, sort of. I don't know. Uh, making it clear, uh, a, a nice compliment about like my body or the way that I look, <laughs> which right. is so not a piano note. Right, right. It's nothing to do with what we're doing. Totally. So I'm like, all right, and then you know, I I, <laughs> I kissed my piano teacher, and that was it. And we made out for a bit. I think. Did I, you like move to the bedroom? I I think I I was like, do you want to kind of do more or whatever? And she didn't. Okay. But she was like overwhelmed. Yeah. By the fact that this was happening. Yeah. I think I think in her mind, in a million years, this right. would not have happened. Right. Even though she admitted she had been wanting it to. Right. Right. I just think she thought. I think part of the reason was that when, whenever she had said these things in the past, I hadn't flirted back. Oh my god, this is crazy, dude! I love it. I, love it. I hadn't, I, I hadn't given it. her an inch. I love it. You know, because I, I didn't know what world we were I living know. in. I'm like, I don't know what her expectations of right, just a courtship, and, and I don't know, I don't know if this is a professional thing, and like, also, when it's somebody like that in your life, whether it's like a cleaning lady or a teacher or where. You, you're expected to have a continued. You're going to see them again, and and there's mu- there's transaction involved, right? So I would pay her for these pian- piano lessons. The moment you, yeah, turn it into some kind of romantic thing, the previous relationship no longer exists. We right. cannot go back to being student teacher piano. Right. We can't. Right. So that but that was the last lesson. We never saw each other again. You never messaged her again? You never? I was not keen to carry on in a romantic way. I felt as though uh, if it were to go any farther, it would be misleading to her. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could tell from the way that she reacted to that day that there was a lot more on the line for her potentially than than for me. And if that sounds arrogant, I apologize. I, 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 I think it was like... I'll add she she wasn't particularly attractive. Okay, all that aside though, but just given given the way that this doesn't sound like a person who just like casually makes out with their piano student, thus yes. heightening the level of commitment that you might assume for her, attractive or not, whatever. Like that I also, doesn't. I think she also had a huge crush on me. It sounds like which it. she had been developing it so, it over like months. It was almost like a, a like a lust. It was almost like you were her trashy novel. Exactly. And you know all of I mean? a sudden I jumped this, off the pages and yes, brought her yes. in with me. And now you're this sort of like lust vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> the lust mobile. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, dude. That's good stuff. I can't believe I've never heard that. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it was one of those weird things where I, I was always kind of ashamed of it. And not because of her, but almost because... You like did something dirty? I just... Because after that, she would email me. She like tried to set up more appointments. You just didn't respond. Honestly, I just think I said, um, you know, I, I, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Uh, I, I maybe I lied and said I'm, I'm kind of seeing someone at the, right now or whatever. Because she started, she started inviting me to like social events. Got it. And Got it. I yeah. knew. Okay, I'd, so this is important information. You're not being arrogant. She was inviting you on dates. Yeah. It's not And you she was inviting me to like concerts that she was playing in. And then she would say things like, I'm so lonely. I oh, just no, really miss you. No. 
and 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 I, it just it broke my heart. But I knew oh, that to, no. to do any like, God forbid, we I, had yeah, done yeah, anything you, further. You gotta end it there. Yeah, yeah. You, I would have been. It would have been that much harder. You gotta end it there. It was so. Crazy, I don't know, bro. man. I, I, it was. It's something that always has sat kind of weirdly with me. I, I felt bad. I'm glad you got it off your chest, dude. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the shit we do when we're young, man. I mean, just like stuff where afterwards you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, you're like, "I need a cup of coffee." Like she went, she left, and I remember being like. Oh my God, why did I do that? I knew instantly. Dude, no, that's awesome that you did that. Bro, that is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I loved it. It didn't end well, but it never does, pal. Yeah. Never does. Yeah. But dude, literally after that, I would have sat down, taken a shot of my favorite espresso. And what's that? Brooklyn Roasting Company. Brooklyn Roasting Company. You were trying to walk me into that a second ago. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on it. You said I gave you, it right to you. you need a cup of coffee after that. And I was like, I guess, <laughs> Julio, that's what I would probably drink. But you can make a wonderful espresso martini with Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee. We absolutely love it. I've made them for you guys. They're and delicious. we enjoy those. Dude, we? the espresso martini that you whip up, man, is first class. Thank you. It's about as good as it gets. Uh, first class is, is really the way it is over at Brooklyn Roasting. Finest beans... The finest tastes sourced from all over the world. Guatemala. You can tell they really care. Honduras. Brazil. <laughs> wherever, wherever. I mean, those are all just countries in South America, but I think they source from everywhere. Ethiopia, probably. Yeah. Big coffee place, Ethiopia. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't know that. For sure. Honduras uh, is a big com- coffee I, place? I'm pretty sure. Central America, by the way. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. All right. Um, getting, getting all geographic on me here. Regardless. Hey, <laughs> Brooklyn Roasting. We absolutely love the coffee. They've got the coffee peanut butter back in stock. Back in action. Go to brooklynroasting.com. Use promo code OOPSBEANS. You'll get 5% off your order. Also join their Coffee of the Month subscription club. Trust me, you will go through it like it's butter. This coffee is too legit to quit. Brooklynroasting.com. OOPSBEANS. Get there today. Well, dude, so somebody else emailed us, and I thought that this would be an interesting thing to talk about with you, since the idea of engagement is on your radar in some capacity. We don't know how vast the net of your radar is, how far out it can detect We don't know if it's a a submarine radar that's catching (laughs) blips from warships in different seas. Yeah, exactly. Halfway around the world, or... We don't know. If this is some janky old speed radar gun from some <laughs> cop in some hillbilly town we do only not know. picking up the speeds of passing cars passing 10 feet in correct of it is unclear yeah however this seemed to me like valuable insight okay it's called proposal insight yeah um so here we go hey guys huge fan of the pod love the topics i couldn't resist giving you a woman's insight to proposal matters I would like to preface this that I am 39 years old, married, and have been in 18 wedding parties in my lifetime, and have been a guest at countless weddings. Francis, you know, it seems like you've met your match. I guess so. Uh, Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not envious. (laughs) That's just so much money. It's a lot of weddings. 18 wedding parties. A lot of money. Tens of of thousands of dollars. Lots of cash. Cough it up. All right. First, I would like to tell you that although you may have... Have a plan. Dude, I find this fascinating. Although you may have a planned speech and bullet points that you would like to tell her in your proposal, your soon-to-be bride will most likely not remember anything you say once the ring is pulled out or she realizes what is happening. Mm. Literally almost 85% of my girlfriends black out and cannot recall the words (laughs) that are coming out of their now husband's mouth once you drop on a knee. Oh, my God. How crazy is that? That makes sense. It's like a, it's like you're chloroforming them or something. <laughs> All they are thinking is, oh my God, is this happening? Is he joking? Is he for real? Or something along those lines. 85% also seem very specific, but it sounds like she knows specific details with the 18 wedding parties, et cetera. So. I mean, I, it's... Dude, it's it's bonkers. Like all this time, you know, predators were going to the lengths of getting... <laughs> Rufalin, and all they had to do was propose. 
to to do their fucking horrible misdeeds. Anyway, all they needed was roofies. Yeah, dude, that is fucking not hilarious. so sure about that joke, but we'll see. No, dude, we'll see how we feel about that one. tomorrow. I feel good about that one. Um, that's funny. Um, okay. Lastly, the number one most important thing is for it to be a surprise and catch her off guard. Anytime a woman tells their proposal story and they saw it coming the whole time, it sucks. Huh. Even if your girl says she doesn't like surprises, this does not apply here. There's a sense of you truly knowing what your partner would want in a ring and a proposal that really hits home with most females. I have a recent girlfriend who helped pick out the ring, knew where he hit it, and knew it was coming the whole time, and it just took away her excitement about the whole thing. Wow. The proposal doesn't have to be over the top. It just has to be when she least expects it. My husband and I were together for 10 years before we popped the question on a trip with another couple to San Francisco, and it literally never crossed my mind that it was going to happen. He kept it between three friends, one of mine, two of his, so he didn't worry about it somehow getting leaked. I was shocked and still have no recollection of the words that he said as he pulled out the ring. Wish you all the best, and I know you guys will nail it whenever it is the right time for your lucky ladies. Hope this helps. You guys are awesome. Can I say this? It doesn't help. Why? That I found that unbelievable. Here's helpful. why it doesn't help. <laughs> it further adds to this idea that the proposal is not up to you. That there's a that first of all that. Number two, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And that you if you get it wrong, it's bad. You're still proposing. You're still spending thousands of dollars. Fine. You're still committing to a life with someone. But don't, this is, this is where I don't agree. Don't you want her to be happy? The whole point of it is to make her excited. That's all. That's a large part of it. But yes, but I do. But let's say that, let's say that, you know, you managed to, to, to pull it off 99% of the way. I think that that's, and you, and you do maintain this element of surprise. And you do get her the ring that she wants. And you do uh, say the right things, but not overdo it. And you play, you know she's going to forget. So you just do it quickly or whatever. And all of that. But somehow, (laughs) somehow, the place you've chosen is is near a basketball court, which (laughs) conjures a sad memory for her of the time that she was playing one-on-one with a friend of hers who broke her ankle and then it got infected and that girl died. And then all of a sudden, that's the only thing she's thinking about. She's like, man, the proposal was great, but I just wish she'd been a little more sensitive to old Sally's terrible death-inducing ankle injury. Dude, you would know about that in that story. I might not put all that stuff together because I'm thinking about all 400 million other points I got to remember and the old... Hardcore horror has <laughs> slipped my mind that day. You know, I forgot that those chain nets under the rims were once used to as like some kind of arm restricting device and for the kidnapping that took place in her childhood. Whatever, you know what I mean? Some windowless van came up and used chain nets to 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 ransom her. I don't know. I mean, dude, I will say that I was giving, I think I talked about this once. I gave a lesson to a lady once and she broke her ankle during the lesson and it, I'll never forget about it. So yeah, somehow, I don't know. I, I, I guess I hear you. That's um, what I'm saying. But dude, listen, you, the stakes are high for a reason. If you knock it out of the park, it's such a gratifying experience. We strive to make this a pleasurable experience for our ladies. And since we're in control of it, it's the thing we should strive to do, dude. I don't, I don't feel in control of it. You I are. feel you like a, I feel happening. like a a passenger. I feel like a someone who's uh, just m- almost like delivering lines. I'm a you know a, a, a sherpa delivering a, a package. <laughs> I'm a bike messenger without a bicycle. <laughs> oh my god! No, dude. no. I mean, I don't know. You did, it's your. You there's a, there's a there's a protocol. There is a yeah. set of instructions that one is meant to follow. And if and one does not, the they've done it wrong. Listen, if you can do it better, bless your heart, go for it. But if you can't, there's nothing wrong with sticking to the to the tried and true. Make it a special day for your lady. But we are people who who 
endeavor to deviate from the norm at all. That's who I am. And there's a way, to, and dude, there's still a way to put your personal spin on it for sure. And you'll find it. I'm sure. I I, I look forward to the day. I'm too you do afraid. It. I'm too afraid. So you're just never gonna do it. I don't. I'm too afraid that w- the choices I would make, the swings I would take, would sour it. And then that's all you get. You only get one crack. You only get one crack. That's true. You only get one shot. And I don't want to be the guy who, when people ask the engagement story, because people always ask that stupid fucking question, how did it happen? Well, listen, dude, if you fuck up, I don't it'll be, be funny. Gu- I don't want to be story. The, the goose in it's that okay. story. But dude, listen, no matter what happens, it's not going to ruin the outcome. If you fuck up, you guys will be able to joke about it. If you do it great, she'll be able to look back on it fondly. If you do okay, that'll be good enough. I mean, I don't, I don't think you have to be so so like terrified of this. You're so scared of proposing you know oh it, it, it's it's it's, it's, it's it, it may sound that way it, it again this is more this is more of my resentment of the pomp and circumstance and the industry that has right. erupted around this whole thing and i listen i i actually get that this that silly song and dance that the, the the steps that happened to just that, that happens to just fuck us over uh-huh. Um, I, I have one other story for you. Okay. So I, I, someone, I met someone recently who had come from uh, a, a proposal. Not hers, but a friend of hers. And she knew that the proposal was going to happen. And so the guy had like gathered these friends to sort of bear witness, or maybe he was going to propose, and then everyone was going to come in and hug. and be there for it which by the way do you believe in that i'm i potentially do again i think it's what my girlfriend wants you want everyone around i think it could i don't know if i want them to like witness the moment but it would be fun if they popped out when it was over yeah 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 okay okay cool i I don't hate it no all right so so she had been summoned to do this by Mm -hmm. the guy and knew that it was happening and then the morning of he lost the ring holy shit holy shit and did not Ensure it. Holy shit. Because um, he hadn't given it to her. And I think his plan was like, I'll ensure it once I give it to her. Oh my Which, God. Have I not, have I not told this? Story? this? That seems like a reasonable line so of thinking, I guess. I have a, a piece of advice, obviously, for any man out there. Uh, <laughs> ensure ensure the ring the second you get it, <laughs> for sure. Because I have another friend who lost the ring after he'd given it to his fiance and it was insured and they got the whole thing back, dude. Holy shit. It's that simple. Holy shit. You don't have to like make something up. The ring's gone. Something happened. Replace it immediately. Here's your the the, the money for it. Wow. Get dude. another one. Holy fuck. That Period. is a good, good piece of advice. Pay like 300 bucks a year. I don't even know what the hell it is. So the, the peace of mind for that is invaluable. So this other guy loses the ring, right? He's They're in their hotel room. And he's like turning everything upside down, freaking out. And the girl's in there like, what's happening? And he throws his hands up in the air and he says, I was going to give you a ring today and I lost it. Holy shit. And to her credit, she was super cool. She was like, all right, let's retrace our steps. Oh my God. Like blah, blah, blah. Go to try to find it. They ended up putting out facebook posts or something they're just nailing it on on telephone poles yeah missing ring it was it was like the digital version of that oh my god being like we i had you know i think he had somehow he had a picture of the ring he like put it up and i think a week later they got a hit from this barber shop where someone had i guess he'd gotten his haircut that day and then fallen out of his pocket and um, someone had found it and did not want to turn it into the police station. They didn't know what to do, but they saw the post. Stop they were like, it. I've got the ring. And they they went down as a couple to the barber shop, and he proposed to her there. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And everyone went nuts. That's amazing. It's not a bad story. That's great. It's not a bad That's as good outcome. as it gets, dude. Come on. That's as good as it gets. Which makes me think that all that other bullshit is bullshit. <laughs> because to me, that's the most romantic yeah. story of all time. So just make sure you fuck it up as bad as you can. <laughs> and then you'll have the killer story. How dude. great is that story? That is a really good one. That's a great story. <laughs>
Better than the yeah, the swan came by and then tipped its wing out, upon which was the perfect ring. Chris popped out with a shoulder camera. Yeah. And a rig. And a harpist and a cellist <laughs> instantly strung up their instruments. I don't know. I, I, I that's my counter story and I think it I think it speaks to hopefully that there's a little more wiggle room in the ceremony than than people allow for. Very solid, dude. Yeah. Um, I love it. That's Hoops the Podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. We will be here next week, as ever. I'm Francis. He's Julio. Send us your funny engagement stories to oopsthepodcast at gmail.com. Check out Julio's unbelievable travel series. Thank you. What are we calling it? I don't really know. I guess it's, I'm, dude, I'm really bad at naming stuff. I need to start being better about Got that. Got it. Well, sort of the video manifestation of Pack Light. He'll be there. You'll uh, see it. That's on his Instagram, not Julio. And uh, I'm going to be at the Miami Improv uh, July 29th through 31st. That's awesome. That's Julio. I'm at uh, Helium, Indianapolis, July 29th to the 31st myself. Uh, go to FrancisEllis.com for tickets to that. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much. Thank you.